This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oh my God, Caldwell. I finally watched an episode of The Great British Baking Show. Oh boy. You know what? I also did that. Uh-huh. So we're we're taking this belated journey together? Yeah, I, I get it. I get what all the hype is about. I fucking get it so much. It's like I've been watching it when, I, when I'm working as well, so it's just keeping my stress at like a nice manageable level. Yeah, it's perfect background noise. My favorite character trope on Great British Bake Off is uh, old person who's just going to do a simple job and fuck up every time. <laughs> In the season I was watching... There was an extremely proud old man. I think his name was Norman. And every episode, he would be like, I'm just going to make some biscuits. Uh, like the, the, the requirement would be... What the challenge was. Yeah. <laughs> the challenge would be like, we want you to make um, a four-layer uh, custard cake using uh, this special spice only available in Wales. Uh, and he'd be like, well, um, I thought I thought about doing that, but it seemed a bit too complex. And, and the figure instead, what I'll do is I'll uh, take some postage stamps and I'll lick them and I'll bake them in bread. It's a classic recipe my mom showed me. Uh, and then the judges will tear him apart. And, he'll ne- and at the end of each episode, he's always like, well, uh, I didn't do as good as I thought I would. Uh, but next time, I guess I'll just have to up my, up my game. And he never fucking ups his game. <laughs> it's delightful. It's a delightful mm-hmm. show. The judges yeah. are mean, but not too mean. And there are like nice judges who will tell the mean judges when they're being too mean. It's crazy that there are two humans out there named Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry. Yeah. Uh, and the, they're fucking One Piece characters. Yeah. But they're on this delightful British show, <laughs> and they're just serving up tasty compliment sandwiches every week for me on Netflix, and I love it. It is a bit dry. Yeah, a bit dry. Sure. <laughs> Mary Berry, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of someone telling you a flaw about yourself but then they kiss you on the forehead and say but it's okay you're still you (laughs) it's just like it's being told to you by this harmless old lady yeah here's my pitch here's my pitch for great british bake-off um we need two judges one of them is going to be um an amalgamation of all grandmas ever Mm -hmm. and the other one is going to be guy fieri but we ran him through a car wash so he's nice and clean now (laughs) we cleaned we cleaned up guy fieri and just like (laughs) We sedated him slightly. <laughs> we upped his gravy dosage just a little bit, so he's a little sleepier. <laughs> and we got him a new thesaurus. <laughs> it's true. He learned to cuff. Yeah, instead of well, what we did was we we hit him on the head, and so he forgot the word flavor and started him, saying bake gave, instead. We gave Guy Fieri a lobotomy <laughs> and put him and and power washed him. <laughs> What would all right? What would the British name for Guy Fieri be? <laughs> I guess it'd be like blow. All right, it would, <laughs> it would be bloke hots. <laughs> I I am bloke hots going to all the chip shops on the west side. <laughs> Welcome, friends, <laughs> to luncheonettes and lads. Blow, I want this now. Cuts. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Bloke, bloke toasty. <laughs> bloke toasty. The thing is, every episode of Luncheonettes and Lads, he just eats a full English breakfast. <laughs> it just, yeah, just at a different pub. <laughs> yeah, he just goes to a different pub. He always gets the full English. <laughs> <laughs> And he always says his his famous catchphrase, which is um like jolly it's good. just jo- jolly good. Can never have enough beans. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, each episode ends with him getting a Ziploc bag of beans, and he tucks it in his uh in his breast pocket, and he yeah. whispers, and he and he and he puts up a finger, and he winks, and he goes shh, <laughs> and that's the end, and then he's off. <laughs> Just get and he some, hops like, in his buggy. Very, very loud foley of just like a squishing <laughs> sound effect whenever he puts it. <laughs> so wet. So but wet. they're good beans, and you can't ever have enough beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to start the show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloke Toasty. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. I am and have always been and will always be Caldwell Tanner. I am and have been as long as I can remember and as long as I will remain Nathan Yaffe. Uh, And together we form a fixed point in time. And from this fixed point, we stand upon a mighty pedestal and we look back. We look out in all directions, but right now Mm -hmm. we focus on the backwards. We focus on history's butt. (laughs) Hey, Caldwell, I'm looking forward to looking back. I am absolutely looking forward to looking back. Uh, and today, if you haven't guessed, is our redemption episode. Uh, it's episode 50. We've done 50 episodes of this dang show. We, we've done 50 episodes, and uh, everyone has told us to stop. Um, <laughs> That's not, not everyone. Not everyone, but I will just get, I'll, I'll be on the bus, and someone will be like, hey, cut that shit out. That's because you're recording on the bus, and they're like, hey, come on. It's true. We're tr- we're trying just trying to get to work here, and you're like, I am at work. <laughs> this is my job. This is my job. Kind of. Kind kind of. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I I feel like it would have been better if I didn't drag that full sound screen onto the bus. Yeah. You really you yeah. just you start uh pasting on the uh the little soundproofing stuff just onto whoever's sitting next to you. Exactly. Yeah. When they try to throw me out, I'd say this is this is true discrimination, and then I wrote a, a and I make some very uh, angry YouTube videos. I post some dang screeds. I, as the bus drives away, I say I'm gonna find the Yelp for the bus. <laughs> Does anyone know what the Yelp is for this bus? <laughs> I'm gonna Google the word bus and leave a review. <laughs> I'm going to review, you're giving all buses a bad name. <laughs> uh, Nathan, we don't, we don't have time for this. No. We don't have time for these dalliances today. No, Caldwell, we, we've populated the internet with 50 episodes worth of uh, that tier of goof. Right, and, middling. Yeah, a middling, uh, uh, just a, a, a what's what of, of middling goofs. And uh, we're, we're about to comb through... 
our our own favorites, our our audience favorites, ones that that came so close to being drawn, but uh, didn't quite get there on this redemption episode. They're back. Uh, do, do you want to dive into the into the inbox, Nathan? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think uh, it's only fitting that we start off with this email from Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we we asked uh, our listeners to send emails as we always do, uh, but uh, with redemption somewhere in the subject. And uh, so Dan writes, you should have some guest artists on the Redemption episode and have them each pick an idea they want to draw. <laughs> this is an easy one. This is no. an easy one. We, we, we didn't do that one. <laughs> we didn't do that. We didn't do that one, That would have been Dan. cool. <laughs> that, that, that's a really good idea. Um, yeah. We, we didn't think of that. We didn't check the, <laughs> the email until shortly before this episode. <laughs> and, Oops. Uh, <laughs> hey. Thank, thank you for the good... Thank you for the good idea, Dan. Thank you for thinking of us, Dan. Uh, <laughs> just, maybe episode one hundred. Help us. It's like when <laughs> it's like when my mom writes me to do a thing, and I'm just like, uh huh, yeah, that, that would have been a good thing to do. <laughs> it's like any time you look at stocks, and you're like, I should get stocks. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan, your suggestion is the stocks of the of, of our show. Dan gave us a hot stock tip and we did nothing. We squandered yeah. it. Well, you know, let's let's invest. Let's invest in Dan's idea yeah. uh, for the next redemption episode in uh at, at episode 100. Episode 100. Oh, actually it's actually going to be at episode 50 times 50. Oh, uh, okay. So episode Which I guess would be 2500. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh we'll so get get, look forward to that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um well, let's let's keep roll, rolling through these. We got some great uh redemption emails. Yeah. Uh, this one comes to us. I'm just gonna go right from the top. Okay. This one comes to us from Sonny. Hey, Sonny. Hi, Sonny. Sonny writes: Back in the early, early WSWD baby days, I asked you to draw a centaur wearing a horse mask. Yeah, I still kind of want that. You really botched that opportunity. I still love you guys anyway. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, Sonny. Thanks for keeping up with the. Uh, thank you for keeping current with the lingo, and uh, the inner memes of the show. I suppose, but um. I remember this idea. Yeah, me too. I, I remember it specifically because the punchline was just this angry teen centaur just saying, Nay, father. <laughs> Nay, I shan't live I shan't live by the old ways anymore. And if I recall, this was um a centaur wearing a horse mask, so just trying to like return to their, their naturalistic roots. I guess it was essentially like a centaur trying to be a furry? Yeah, because they already are part horse, but he right. wants to be he wants to be full horse. You just don't understand horsey culture, dad. <laughs> uh, it's also, yeah, I mean just just depicting a a, a parent a rift between a parent and child. That that's mm-hmm. relatable. Totally. That's something that happens. Yeah, that's a that's a cornerstone right there. I also like we I think we discussed for that one Maybe having it be that you don't know they're centaurs until the kid storms off. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's just a it's just a dad and and son at at dinner, and the son's just yeah. wearing the horse mask, and the dad's just like, Jeremy, please, please, <laughs> could you could you take the horse mask off just for dinner? Your your mother and I just want to see your face. Nay, father, <laughs> you don't understand horsey culture. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got some cantering to do. <laughs> he just <laughs> and then he just turns. He just turns to his wife and goes, "Where did we go wrong, Linda?" 
Get me, get me my bow. <laughs> get me my bow. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're centaurs, they like yeah, bows. and They stuff. love bows and, and javelins, and, and they love like... bows and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Nathan, let's keep rolling. Yeah, I think a, definitely add one. that to the roster. Uh, let's keep rolling with these with these emails. Okay, this one comes to us from Leo. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a good one. It says, "Hello, funny draw and talk boys. I think your idea of online animal mascots deserves a second chance." I think the problem was branding. Oftentimes it is. Mm. I think they should be called the Lanimals. It may be a small shift in direction, but I picture Ralph the Router Rat, the Router Rat, excuse router me. Router Rat, good lord. Explaining, he's not, he's not fishing around in a toilet, <laughs> explaining what the blinking light means. Think it over. I really like that ending. Yeah, think it over. Think it over. Think it over. That I, you know, I will. Uh-huh. I'll turn it over in my brain. I'll let it uh, toast in the juices of my mental stomach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love, I'll, love, I'll cover it. Love to do some to- some juice. Combine the juice and the toast. Yeah, I'll slather it in that brain acid. That's a power you just breakfast. Watch. Uh, so, yeah, I, I remember this one. I think this stemmed off of the uh, the Chadwick and Friends, like the Bay, Chesapeake oh, Bay Oh, that's animals. right. Yeah, that weird crab you know. Yes, that weird crab that I that I know well. That you personally know. Yeah. That weird talking crab. That crab that I met in elementary school and uh, and never left my brain. Lanimals is a very good name. We were having trouble cracking the pun before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lanimals is good. It's it's all it's very close to Danimals. Mm. The, that, my favorite yogurt it's, brand. It's just animals with a letter in front of it. But I, I do like it. Who's your favorite Danimal, Nathan? Uh well in the Danimals Kingdom, kids rule. <laughs> right. So, I mean, which of the which of the loyal subjects do you I favor think most? I liked the polar bear flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I I think that one. I don't remember what flavor that was. But I, I like the funky monkey yeah, flavor. Yeah, you would. He's real cheeky, uh, and I think if I recall, he's holding the yogurt cup with his tail, or maybe he's holding the spoon with his tail. He's holding something with that tail. That tail, yeah, isn't, he definitely isn't going is. to waste. And you you better believe there's bananas shoved up in that in that Danimals yogurt. I I like the polar bear because yogurt is refrigerated and it just it added like an extra layer of uh, of, of crispness mm-hmm. of freshness to it. I felt that that cold refreshing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you done? I'm, Are you now I'm thinking about now I'm thinking about yogurt. <laughs> now I got yogurt on the brain. Yeah, now I got yogurt on the noggin, and, and this is isn't gonna go well. Also, I I should I should mention Leo um is a cartoon lion name. That's true. Is Leo a Danimal trying to find their way back? Shit, into the public eye. Nathan, the 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 nom de plume, the signature that they sign with is Level Up Leo. I think this is a West African gamer lion. <laughs> Which I do. I would not be surprised if there's a Danimal out there that is a um. Like a lion uh, wearing a cool gamer headset that's yeah. really into gaming. Yeah, I don't know if they've updated the Danimals roster since we were children. Is that a better idea? <laughs> <laughs> Updating the Danimals for today's youth. <laughs> right. Which we know so much about. <laughs> Danimals is stale. <laughs> What's the last yogurt innovation? Putting crumbs in the yogurt? <laughs> The last, the last yogurt innovation was just adding the word Greek to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. 
God, yogurt has had it rough. People, I feel like every five years, yogurt has had to just fully reinvent itself. Yeah. Let me let me hit you with this. Okay. Cow soup. <laughs> Milk soup. <laughs> yeah, because cow because cow soup uh, that that invokes like soup made from a cow, which I think exists. I think that's called yeah. beef. I think that's called beef soup. Beef soup, yeah, beef stew, beef stew, sure, sure, sure. A beef broth. Yeah, I think milk soup is going to be the way that we want it. It's not. It's more. It's uh. It's thicker than soup, though. It's Mm -hmm. like a milk. It's thick milk. Thick milk is good. (laughs) (laughs) Thick milk is really good. New Danimals thick milk. (laughs) Thick milk. (laughs) And that's for like, again, I think Danimals for adults. Uh, we we go after the bodybuilder demographic. Mm-hmm. Get that new Danimals thick milk. Hi, I'm Gamer Leo. I'm Level Up Leo. I'm a gamer lion, but I'm also swole as hell. <laughs> when I'm not dominating fools on Halo Four, I'm in the gym tossing back thick milk. We should do another email. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, pal. Uh, we got a lot. Okay, we got a lot to get through. Oh, this is a good one. I think I, I mentioned this one in a mm. in a, a we we taught we we discussed it in a previous episode. Uh, this one th- this one comes from uh, Bianca. Mm-hmm. The, the title of this email is Redemption Colon Nanner. Ah. Uh, the email reads for you Nathan heart emoji oh. or uh, less than three. That's still two. That's pretty good. Yeah. Guy in joke shop standing in front of display window for new joke product sign. Now introducing rude fruit. Insult your friends while looking like you're innocently holding a banana. Guy glances around <laughs> and surreptitiously slides one in his pocket, sidles towards the door, and bumps into an employee. Banana, get me out of these filthy pants right now, bitch. Employee smirks and says, is that a banana in your pocket or is your dick yelling at me? Keep up the good work, boys. I think it's the best possible way of making this joke work and it yeah, comes it's, it comes very close it's the closest to the giggle horizon we're going to get on that one Nathan yeah i think uh i i appreciate bianca for you you wrote this so that mm-hmm. um like we weren't going to come up with anything better than this no and it still uh it still doesn't really make sense i think the thing i'm learning by doing this show is sometimes that is just the the funniest version of something is just the kind of esoteric uh, in the moment kind of just like the 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 wisp of an idea. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like the ephemeral. Some, sometimes just saying a thing is better than drawing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is an old lesson from. Uh, I feel like this is an old lesson from my days in the the working for College Humor Originals. Yeah. Um, let me lay it on you. It's called sometimes it's just a tweet. <laughs> You got a really funny idea, and you can't really figure out how to make it work for more than two seconds. Maybe it's just a tweet. Maybe it's just a tweet, and that's okay. Hey, that's okay. Comedy takes many forms. Uh, do you want to read another email? We we got uh, a number of uh, of emails. I don't know if Madeline and Nathan are siblings, or if they're just clone accounts, or maybe mm-hmm. they're married. Or maybe it's a coincidence. One of my other favorite things about this episode is we're getting to kind of highlight a lot of our all-star suggestors. 
Yeah. Because we've definitely done a suggestion from Madeline and or Nathan on the show. I think it might be a clone account. Yeah. It might be like a Lutesh from Bioshock Infinite situation where Madeline and Nathan are uh, different versions of one person in a multiverse. Cool. Um, I don't. I don't want to assume, but they also suggested the banana in your pocket, or is your dick yelling at me? Idea. Although they used different punctuation. That's crazy. So between sending the two emails, um, the they they revised it. They did a little edit. I will say I'm looking at their profile. It's different slightly, yeah. but it seems to be. You know, I don't want to. I, I don't want to make any more assumptions. I just want to say. I hope that they know each other, and if they don't, then I hope that they meet. Uh, or, or they're the same person. Who's to say? Who's to I'm, say? I'm proud of both of them, yeah. is what I'll say. Madeline, Nathan, thank you so much for listening to the show and for your continued support and uh, for also for both liking the idea about a banana that's, that's yelling <laughs> and is a boner. All right, so th- does that count, or should I, read a, should I read one? Go and get one more, my friend. Okay, here we go. This email comes to us from Thunder Narwhals. Yeah. Is that okay? To... We normally don't say last names, but since those are both words, I think it's no, okay. I think this person's getting doxxed. This legendary narwhal is getting doxxed to hell because of you, Nathan. There, yeah. <laughs> Thunder Narwhals writes, Hey, Drawfee boys, are you having a grape day? I know I am. I'm relaxing with Tony, the accountant, eating roast beef. Is there any <laughs> chance he could make some new food? <laughs> This is a real this is a real past blast. This yeah. is a real Brendan Fraser blast from the past, that's, Nathan. That's from the uh the Josh Rubin episode. Mm-hmm. Josh Josh is a, a guy. Now there's a guy who <laughs> his comedy is very uh very much based on him being the one delivering it. I feel yes. like. It was difficult to come up with a drawing from his episode because he he's so good with the voices and it's hard to yeah. draw a voice. It's hard to remove Josh from the equation and still have something funny. Yeah. Um, he's like a machine gun of hilarious voices. And uh, I am trying to remember how we stumbled <laughs> upon roast beef. But it, if I recall... It was, it was the title of the episode, I think. I know that. But <laughs> Nathan, I don't think you understand how this works. I have like a Indiana Jones style storage locker okay. in my brain where each episode goes once it's finished. Oh boy. Never me, to be recovered. Let me see if I can find it in my notes. Alright, well, I'll I'll try and just, I'll try and uh, we'll try and chimera this back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say, I'll just, I'll try and like, I guess make an uh, an educated guess okay. as to what it was. Yeah. Um, postulate would be the word. Uh, roast beef was like bad hot pockets, I think, right? It's basically just taking beef and you're rolling it up and I, putting a sauce in there. I have I have written down pre-tubed meat, which I think refers to like the meat you get on one of those party platters that's yeah. that's rolled up all all fancy looking. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I have written down Jerry the accountant. Thunder Narwhal said Tony the accountant. I I don't know that we ever settled on a name for the accountant character. That'll happen. My thought is roast beef. Pre-rolled beef, mm-hmm. uh, kind of giving fancy names to boring bad things, okay. something along those lines. I don't know if there's any other basic food that you could like make sound fancy or like a Dr. Seuss rhyme. 
This is the episode that we ended up drawing the uh, the Windowman ad, right? Oh, I liked that. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah. I think in this case, um, maybe we made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's something to be said for some new, different some types new of food. food tubes. I, I, I like this. I like this pivot. I like that it takes an old idea but pivots it. Yeah. Are, what's a new food? What's a new food? Yeah, like because roast beef isn't a new food. It's just yeah. It's what you said. It's a it's a fancy way of saying something mundane. Well, I mean, if we're going with a food tube angle, mm-hmm. what are other foods you can tube? Well, to go back to yogurt, uh, right? Oh, that became gogurt. Yeah, but if there was a special straw, because mm-hmm. like a lot of times they'll include the, a little spoon for you to use with your yogurt. Yeah, and imagine if it came with its own straw for the yogurt, oh, so wow. you didn't have to deal with that gnarly tube. It'd be the opposite of thick milk. It'd be it'd be thinner because it would have uh-huh. to be drinkable. Or, yeah, you, here's the thing. You drink the whole thing, and then you eat the tube. Um, <laughs> oh, it's like, a, it's like a fun dip sort of Yeah. Sort of situation. Or like those, you know those, um, those fancy cookie straws that they make? Yeah. That lady, yeah. The, the lady in that video gets, uh, gets kicked out of Starbucks because she took one. What happened? There's a video of a lady getting, uh, getting yelled at by a cashier in Starbucks because she took a cookie tube. She and, took a cookie tube? Yeah, she took a cookie tube, and I think uh, she, t- <laughs> I guess she, she wasn't supposed to. She thought she had purchased it, but it, it cost extra. And Was it a biscotti, or was it a cookie tube? It was a cookie tube. Oh, shit. I think it was a cookie tube. Why did you think that you can just take cookie tubes? I mean, you'd have to ask her. It's, it's one of those videos where no one involved seems to be in the right. How did you come upon this video? Caldwell, there's a little subreddit called r slash public freakouts. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I feel like I'm learning something about you, Nathan. I feel, I feel like I'm learning like about a, a, a deep fold in your inner being. Yeah, it, uh, you know, I was, I was more into it sort of in the, in the pre-Trump era. Now, mm. Nowadays, it's mostly, it's a good chunk of it is making fun of like protesters who or mm, <laughs> that who, seems who who are like rightfully upset <laughs> so cool I turn don't, i don't enjoy it as much anymore <laughs> cool, hey hey subreddit cool plot twist <laughs> cool third act reveal <laughs> that's my i that's my favorite thing that's not my favorite thing but it's a funny thing to me it's just a it's it, it, nothing on reddit can be good forever yeah, you're going to find true. out that the people posting the stuff you like are are all kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too political? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man, you're, you're going to love this third act. You're going to love the, the <laughs> twist in this film. Uh, it turns out that person you liked was an asshole the whole time. <laughs> uh, Did you... <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I'd still say... Go on there. Go do the best of, and like make your make your search window longer than just last year. And there mm-hmm. there are still some fun ones. There's a guy okay. who, who's really mad at a guy who was on a bike, and he gets <laughs> out of the car to chase the guy on the bike down. And the guy on the bike tries starts to draw, uh, ride away, and you see the guy uh, running after him fall on his face, mm-hmm. and that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, this is this reminds me of of my favorite subreddit, Child Being Taunted. <laughs> I fucking love to go on Child Being Taunted uh, and just see children, just like things that they want being held slightly out of their grasp. 
so fucking good. <laughs> they're so stupid. They don't have any yeah. power. They don't have any power, and they're small. <laughs> it's a lot of what it is. Is it's mostly um, people, adults writing fuck curse words on babies. It's a lot of that oh, too. That, that's uh, yeah, swear, swear baby, <laughs> cuss baby. Our 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 cuss babies. <laughs> This is a great one. Did you know? Did you find out? Did you hear? The mod for Cuss Babies is a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) This is coming right out of left field. But but apparently, (laughs) the Sharpie infant is not a good human being. (laughs) The Sharpie. (laughs) I don't know if there's something to that about like... We might be treading on, there's a very famous tweet, uh, which is like, it, it goes something along the lines of, everyone loves Milkshake Duck, he's the duck that drinks milkshakes, and then two weeks later, we regret to inform you that Milkshake Duck is super racist. <laughs> <laughs> we might be t- stepping on the toes yeah, of that I think very famous that, tweet. That a seems bit. like a perfect, um, a perfect summation of yep. <laughs> the point we were making. And it's a tweet, so that that comes back to sometimes it's just a tweet. Sometimes it's just a tweet. Yeah, sometimes it's just a tweet that someone else already did better than you. So yeah, God, honestly, it's a load off. <laughs> yeah, uh, hold on. Do you want to read another email? I would love to. <laughs> okay, this next one comes to us from uh, Katie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Katie says, hey, Colo Nathan, I love Drawfee, and I love this podcast. I listen to it in the car and in school a lot. Shh, don't tell. Wait. Oops. Ooh, we told. Oops, Oops I, I spilled the beans. <laughs> I spilled all the beans. They're everywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I came to your house, and I, I just opened up a, a bunch of, the, of Bush's famous baked beans all over your- <laughs> You pulled a bloke toasty, and you pulled the beans right out of your <laughs> jacket pocket. Spilled them all over. <laughs> You say, oops, I spilled the beans. <laughs> Call blimey, I spilled the beans. And I shan't clean them. Now I've gotta make sure that's the that's the intro thing or it's not gonna make sense. <laughs> Here's a what should we draw a redemption prompt back from episode thirty-five number by colors. A comic about Tom Hanks trying to crack the next Da Vinci level mystery, but gets stuck on the number by color section and everyone dies. Or, you know, just a bunch of spinoff related to the Da Vinci Code trilogy. I I remember talking about this. This was very fun. It was basically just Tom Hanks. She also says good luck. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I've cut that part out and I shouldn't have. That was a nice thing she said at the end. Thank you for wishing us good luck. I'm sorry about the beans. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, that was a fun one. The number by colors. Who was the guest on that episode? You look it up. I'm thinking about Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, which is always a good a good mental picture for me. Yeah, thanks for the Hanks. Always thanks for the Hanks. Uh, it is fun to picture him trying to solve a Rubik's Cube or one of those simple wood puzzles, you know? I wonder, I do feel like the unfortunate part here is that I think Da Vinci Code and Dan Brown novels are very funny, but I think they've we've definitely missed the window of zeitgeist for them. Uh, in in every way possible. Here's here's the idea, Caldwell. All right. Uh, Dan Brown's Angels and Demons in the Outfield. That's mm. Mm. Mm mm-hmm. Just movie mashups. No one's done it. No one's done a movie mashup. (laughs) No one's done a movie mashup though. (laughs) Hey, hey, dummy! Did you think about a movie mashup? (laughs) Hey, idiot! Two things, but now they're one. 
You're welcome. <laughs> I, I think we're getting a lot of good ideas <laughs> from from these. I think we're... I If anything, this episode is making me feel better about the decisions we made in the past to not draw these ideas. It's true. I feel <laughs> comforted. Yeah. You know, we thought maybe it would be a redemption for these ideas. It turns out it's a redemption for us, for our decisions. <laughs> I thought, yeah, you, you know, but I, I like giving the due diligence. Here. Yeah, for sure. Um, this next one is another one from Nathan. Yeah, uh, the other Nathan. The other Nathan. The the the, the prized Nathan. Nathan of the Nathan Madeline uh, contingency. Contingency. Uh, it's just fuck court, Nathan. Yeah, back again. That was from our our, our third episode where we had Jake and Amir on. Hmm. And we talked a lot about fuck court, and I can't remember if that was if it was like a porn show about a courtroom, or if it was just a court where you went for fuck related crimes. Yeah. No, we we veered away from that because that is the real thing. Yeah, it's like we're everybody involved is like a little bit of a sexual deviant, you know? It's like okay, it's like it, it, I, it's not it's not the the crimes that were committed are not sex related, but no. Like, you you get you get a choice. You can either go to regular court or you can go to fuck court, and um, fuck court's just like a crazier time. Everyone's thirsty in fuck court. Everyone's thirsty in fuck court. Um, mm-hmm. You may not get the ruling you like, but you will uh, get a boner, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. If you you don't get a boner, you walk. What about there's no all right? You know, there's like a lot of cooking shows around different ideas. Mm-hmm. There's no lawyer shows. There's no like, well, there are a lot of there are lawyer shows. a lot shows. of uh, like fictional lawyer shows. Yeah, but there's no real life lawyer shows. Right. There, there's, there are a lot of judge, real life judge shows. Mm-hmm. I guess the power of attorney, is that one? Is that a? Maybe. I think there's one. Actually, I've kind of, I've proved my own point here. There's a lot of uh, precedents for this. Mm-hmm. There is a, um, a large proof of concept for my TV show idea. It's called The Naked Lawyer. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like the naked chef. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea is it's like that or like naked and afraid. The whole idea is that the lawyer is nude. Yeah. What about just like nude court? Nude court? Yeah. Okay. In, okay. And, and everyone in the court is nude. <laughs> Everyone's nude up in that courtroom. Uh, it has nothing to do with it's a yeah, small they, claims doing, court. You know, they're doing like a. So and so mm-hmm. didn't pay their rent for so, so many months, but the landlord was also kind of shitty. Uh, right. But just everyone, everyone is buck ass naked. I like it. Small claims court, uh, even smaller if it's a cold day, if you know what I mean. <laughs> just a little something for the fellas out there. The truth will be exposed. Fuck. That's really good. We're in a weird point in in time and history where we need to make things sexier so people will pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's a lot of distractions out there, but we want to get the message across. Maybe we change Congress to Congress. Okay. And it is sexy now. It is sexy. And now now Mm. people pay attention when they... We're recording this episode right after they voted to um, throw millions of Americans off of health care. I wasn't going to um, <laughs> date the show in that way, but yes, that did happen. You brought and, up Congress, uh, and I it's on the brain. <laughs> um, well, now it's out there. If it's not too divisive a stance to take, 
I think that's bad. Yeah, I think it's super bad. <laughs> but I also do think that it would behoove more people to pay attention to what Congress is up right. to. So if they had been if they had been naked while they were doing that vote, maybe yeah. maybe we could have stopped it. Well, I don't know because it's a lot of old white men, and and they I don't think their bodies are super well, good. Maybe that will encourage uh, younger people to run for office. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to look okay. at these naked guys all day on on C-SPAN. Damn, yeah. Now that's a lot I can get behind. Everyone has to be C-SPAN naked. C-SPAN and Cinemax combine to form Cinespan. <laughs> um. That's why the Lady Justice statue is wearing a blindfold. Mm-hmm. She don't want to look. Because it's gross. She don't want to see any of that. Because it's nasty in there. <laughs> Do you want to keep moving? Yeah. Is it, uh, sorry, sorry for getting political there, guys. Oh, it's okay. It's fucking, it's an infuriating thing that happened in our country today. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right. Um, let's see. What do we got? We got um, mm-hmm. Ryan. Ryan wrote this email, and I'm going to read it. Ryan writes... Hi, Drawfee Boys. I have a double redemption for you. On the first episode, you talked about Homeless Yugi, which led to signs that your baby is anime. On a Drawfee episode, you had pretty much the same discussion about telling someone their son is a protagonist of a shonen anime. I think drawing the pamphlet for dealing with your son being an anime character would be a great drawing. Examples of what could be on it. Ways to be part of their tragic backstory, Driving Force knowing they'll leave to travel the world and hardly visit, etc. This is um uh, this is more fleshed out than a lot of the suggestions. I like that. Yeah, th- this is um this is a good idea. Yeah. This is uh this is a topic we've come we've come back to. I think it's it's fertile. It's a mm-hmm. it's a fertile area to grow some some idea crops in. Nathan, um I I'm so sorry. Mhm. I'm so sorry. I got distracted. I Googled the phrase. Uh, I wanted to make sure that idea hadn't been done. So I said, is your son anime? I Googled that phrase. And now I'm on a, qu- a quiz site for your anime son. And I have to know. Okay. Let, I have to are know. Are we going to fill it out together? Yeah. Do you want to fill it out t- with me right now? Yes. Okay. So it says, which anime do you like the most out of these? And it's Attack on Titan, Naruto, Black Butler, or Hitalia. Uh no, no. I feel like for me it's Attack on Titan, but yeah. if you're a Black Butler fan, I understand. No, I yeah, I guess of those Attack on Titan. Oh my god, this is the longest. All right, so it says describe your anime son, uh, and there's a lot of text for each entry. Oh, so gosh. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, br- I'm gonna paraphrase. Okay, he's mature. He's also a country. Okay, that th- is very specific. Yeah. But now um, the only thing he loves is his mom, mommy's boy. A lot of these are mommy's boys. Some might call him selfish, hot-headed, and brutally honest, but you call him your little pudding. I'm going with little pudding. Little pudding sounds good. M- next, All right, next what does question. he do in his spare time? This is this is clearly a quiz that someone made uh, for their friends and is not a professional quiz. Okay. But uh, Baker, mm-hmm. um, Demon Butler, <laughs> trains. He trains a lot. Or uh, eats like a slob. <clears throat> I think definitely trains. We've got a... Yeah, yeah trains. Yeah. Someone, someone who likes to. I, I mean, I just, um, I just finished watching Hunter X Hunter, and um, yeah, a lot of great training montages in that show. You know, you know how important that is. You got to train. Does he have a love interest? You just answer, and I'll, I'll do the answer that fits your description uh, best. His, I mean, his love interest is his best friend. 
that they are cultivating a, a beautiful bromance together. Okay. So I'm going to say uh, arranged engagement. Okay. <laughs> How does he treat you? Like a goddess walks by you with hands in his pockets, all mature and sophisticated, takes orders from you, or polishes his home head to toe for when you visit. Oh, the ha- hands in pockets. <laughs> hands in pockets for sure. Yeah. Oh, this is, aw. The last question is, was this quiz any good? Yes, no, no, or meh? I'd, I'd say meh. Yeah, it's a bad quiz. <laughs> I think it's, you know, it's um, it's not the worst quiz for sure, and mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta try. You know, no, no one's first quiz is gonna be uh out of the park success. No, but Fuzzy Peaches, you did a good job with your first quiz. Yeah, uh, and our our character, our anime son, is Gene from Attack on Titan. Oh, I like Gene. Yeah, he definitely died, but that's okay. Wait, he did. I think they all die, right? Oh. It's been a while. <laughs> well, this is great. I didn't think that we were going <laughs> to learn die. anything during oh, this no. show, but we learned who That's our anime a, son they is. They definitely don't all die in the first season. The second season's not out yet. I mean, they're they're probably going to die. I think it's like die. lost. That's fair. It's like Walking Dead. They all, they're all going to die eventually. They're all going to die eventually. Uh, well, first, they're all going to get Titan suits. Yeah, and that's going to be tight. That's going to be cool, uh, and, I hope. And I'm going to be very proud of our son, Gene, when that happens. Yeah. I'm so I'm so happy to adopt an anime boy with you, Nathan. <laughs> Should we talk more about um, this poster, though, this idea this, this of- pamphlet. Uh, yeah. I, I think, pamphlet, yeah. This pamphlet, yeah. I think the only problem with this idea is it's too good of an idea, and uh, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do it justice with our, our <laughs> usually- like one to four panel format slap dash yeah because we 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 want we want an easy drawing alternate idea yeah it's just a it's a flyer it's got a picture of goku on it and it says have you seen my goku (laughs) i lost my goku where'd he go (laughs) where'd my goku go (laughs) i miss my goku He's a very he's a very big orange man. Uh, he's very strong, and he saved the earth many times. And he's mine, and I lost him. My Goku is Ganku. <laughs> hey, you help me find my Goku. Help me find my Goku is very good. Um, mm-hmm. We could also, instead of doing the full pamphlet, we could just do a four panel comic where the doctor is talking to the anime mom. Mm-hmm. Asking her the questions: How spiky is your son's hair? Is he right. determined? <laughs> Does he have resolve? Yeah. Does he have guts? Does he have guts? But also uh, a wide-eyed optimism. Did he? Did he have a tragic backstory? And then the the mom like sort of breaks into tears and is like, "Yes, yes, all of these things." And then and then he hands her a pamphlet that says, "So your child <laughs> is the protagonist of a shonen anime." And then we just uh-huh. need to design the cover of the pamphlet. There, there you go. And then it's only it's only four panels. The good news is you will not have to save for college because your son is going to leave at age eleven at, at latest. Mm-hmm. They're going to be out of there. They're going to be yeah. They're they're either going to die or uh, make their fortune in the world. Either way, they they ain't going to college. Where's my Goku gone? <laughs> but also. <laughs> Where my Goku? I miss my Goku. Have you guys seen my Goku? 
No, not that Goku. My Goku. That's not no. my Goku. That's some other Goku. That's some other person's Goku. <laughs> this is a future where everyone has their own Goku. They fixed the government. Everything's better now. Uh, healthcare is back, and we all have our own Gokus. You all get your own personal Goku. And I lost mine. I miss my Goku. Uh, Nathan, we've got just a few more emails to get through, yeah. and then I think we can take a break. Cool. This is going to be a long one. Yeah, I think that's okay. Oh, this one comes from another uh, What Should We Draw Superstar, mm-hmm. uh, WSW. We, we don't have a good nickname for, for these people yet. Uh, WSWD Gold, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, this is Healy's Butt for Horses. It's back from Parker. Oh, nice. Yeah. Was, was Parker the one who originally suggested that one too? I I believe so. Nice. So they've they've redeemed way to, themselves. Way to stick to your guns, Parker. Absolutely. Way to stick to your guns with glue, uh, I guess. The horse it's not gonna be able to stand up. Is it's gonna be <laughs> slip sliding all over the place. Healy's Buffer Horses. If you wanna be cruel to a horse you love, Healy's Buffer Horses, here it is. <laughs> Could we just work Healy's for horses into the end of that? Uh, centaur comic where the kid gets up from the table and he's a centaur <laughs> and then he just he just heals away. It's not explained why. It doesn't add anything to the joke. We just put I it mean, in there. Well, it does make it's very funny to picture um, someone angrily healing away. It is. That's a very yeah, funny. You can't really stomp in healings. No. God, it's so funny to picture horses wearing Heelys, though. I just yeah. don't know how to, like, is it, do we have to encase it in anything, or is it just good on its own? Is it, like, you know, is it, like, raw vegetables, or is it, like, you know, just, mm. or it's good on its own. You don't need any f- sauce on it. Were you saying raw vegetables are good on their own? Because they're not. N- no, I, I said the I, wrong thing. I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a prime steak. It's good on its own. You don't need any steak you, sauce. You don't need any sauce on that. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's what I meant to say. Uh, what, do we need to frame it somehow? Like introducing Healy's butt for horses. It's a pro, It's an advertisement. Right. It's an advertisement. Okay. And because uh, who's buying horses? Uh, equestrians. Yes. Uh, who's? I mean, who's who's buying horse accessories? Equestrians, Equestrians, again. uh, Cowboys. Horses are kind of, in a lot of ways, they've become kind of like a classist relic. Mm -hmm. It's very expensive to own and maintain a horse. Much in the same way, golf is kind of falling by the wayside in in a similar way. Sure. But are there ways we can make horses cool again? Oh, yeah. It's it's like a a classic uh, comic that starts off in a boardroom. And it's like yeah. people trying to they're trying to rebrand horses for the for the yeah. youth. It's like no one's no one's buying no horses, one's buying anymore. horses anymore. Well, sir, the economy. <laughs> I don't want to hear excuses. Get me something cool <laughs> that will make horses popular to the youth. And then the last panel is just an ad for Healy's, but for horses, and it's just a horse looking <laughs> very unhappy. It's a horse just kind of every its legs are just fully akimbo. Their, their legs are going every which way. Hmm. Um, I like that. I I think that's a comic. I don't know if that's our best idea good. from this episode, but are there other products that would be that would make a horse cooler? Um, other than Heelys, uh, hoverboards. Yes, yeah. hoverboards. One on the front, one for the front hooves, one for the back. 
What about like um, it's glue? It's glue. Oh, so did people just buy some glue? And but they're buying the horse because they killed the horse to make the glue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why buy the horse when you can have the glue for cheap? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that's, it's that's mean, that's mean. But I like it. Or it's uh, it's cruelty free horse glue, um, and the they, the horses make the glue fr- from environmental resources. So the horses aren't in the glue; they're making the glue, and they're getting paid a hefty wage to do it. That's nice. Yeah. Or it's like I don't know. I don't know what the horses. I I like the idea of horse glue but it's not made with horses mm-hmm. but horses are still involved <laughs> do you see what i'm getting at here yeah i um okay what i'm asking nathan yeah, is I'm, I'm sorry i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to unwrap this this mind knot you've you've tied right. for me uh, could you just please help me find my goku nathan <laughs> He's missing, and I'm worried. <laughs> well, where There's was the last place coming. you saw your Goku, Caldwell? I, I was training with him in a big wilderness with very spherical trees. Mm-hmm. I was sparring with my Goku. And then what? And then he jumped on a yellow cloud, and, and he went off, and he went to another planet. Well, Caldwell, that's where your Goku is. <laughs> the last time I saw him was on planet Namek. You gotta go to Namek. You gotta... Okay. Oh, you got to do the old Namek trick. <laughs> Fine. Um, let's get back. Let's get back to brass tacks. We've got one more email. One more email, uh, and then we can take a much-needed break. This one comes to us from Paris. Uh, oh, this is an oldie bit of goodie. Yeah. Some guy's looking at Matt Damon written on a piece of paper and switches the A's. It all makes sense now. It was very funny when you said it the first time. And and I think I think it still would be. I think it would be funny drawn. <laughs> I don't know that there's any more work that needs to be done on this idea. I just can you make a pitch for this idea, Nathan? Because I I feel like all of the all of the flavors gotten sucked from this gusher for me, and I need you to okay. Cool, I need you to cool. redeem well, imagine, it. Imagine imagine if you will. Yeah. Imagine if you will, Professor mm-hmm. Langdon. From the Da Vinci right. Code. He's he's in his study, surrounded by cryptographs and and uh and, and puzzles of all sorts. And he's he's sweating, his his brow is furrowed, he's looking at this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. He's he's trying he's trying to parse it, and, and then and then all of a sudden he he has a Eureka moment. What it- he, he exclaims, of course. And then you see him. You see him jot something down on the paper. The final panel shows, <laughs> written on the paper, is just the word Matt Damon. And then he has drawn an arrow uh, between the two A's. Can I offer a wrinkle to this idea, Nathan? Okay. So it's it's Professor Langdon, our old friend. Yeah. It's Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks, our buddy. Tom. World-renowned p- puzzle breaker. Uh huh. Code code breaker code breaker and puzzle fucker Tom Hanks. 
he's he's got Matt Damon. He's got a picture of Matt Damon. He's got the the word Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. He crosses out the A and replaces it with an E and says, "Oh my God, it was in front of us the whole time." <laughs> and then you turn around and Matt Damon, a spectral Matt Damon with horns, is behind him and he says, "This is as far as you go." <laughs> no, he he says, "How do you like them apples?" <laughs> <laughs> he says, "How do you like them? Them angels and demons. <laughs> angels and demons. How do you like them? Angels and demons. <laughs> the hit Ludlum novel, Angels and Demons, where it is revealed that Matt Damon is a demon. <laughs> Maybe Damon is a type of demon. Maybe. Um, well, that's something we're gonna have to." puzzle over ourselves because uh we've reached the end of part one. Oh boy i don't know how we're gonna choose a drawing i don't know either but we're gonna have to do it nathan okay. uh so end of side one uh get ready to flip your tape uh, in the meantime we've got an ad coming for you uh please enjoy it and treasure it and buy whatever they're selling we love you goodbye Hello, friends. Hi. Hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for for listening, as always. Um, Mm -hmm. This is our 50th episode, if you weren't aware. Um, We're really, really making moves. We're really moving up in the the world of podcasting, Nathan. Yes, we're moving on to the second half of our first 100 episodes. Yeah, our first century of episodes, as you you were. Yes. Every podcast episode feels like a year. It takes a year off our life. That much is certain. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be dead soon. We'll be very dead soon. Uh, this podcast is a devil box uh, <laughs> that sucks years from our life uh, in exchange for the joy it brings you. Yes. Um, well, as we move closer and closer to our deaths, uh, there's some other moves you can make mm-hmm. when you're on the internet. Right. And you can make those moves with Squarespace. Squarespace is trying to get you to make your next move. Uh, yes. They want you to make your next move Yeah. with their beautiful award-winning website templates and they're all in one platform yes if you're unfamiliar which i imagine you're familiar but just in case just in case yeah, just you're in uninitiated case. hey hey we're not we're not playing to just the the initiated here Colin. no we gotta not... assume someone may this might be the first thing someone's hearing in uh, a century yeah it's true we don't know if you're a fake website guy or girl and we don't care <laughs> we don't care we're gonna tell you we're gonna podcast explain it to you we're not gatekeepers we're here to tell you about the exciting world of website creation uh, yes. with squarespace squarespace is of course a uh, an all-in-one platform where you can create beautiful websites uh nothing to install patch or upgrade uh they have a lot of very nice templates in addition 24 7 customer support service that's that's huge that's big that's big it's like they give you all this great stuff and mm-hmm. it's super super easy to use but even if even if you're a chunce like us, yeah, and you mess up, they still they still got you. You can talk to a real live person who will be like, "Hey, it's okay." Even if you heck it up one hundred percent, even even if you heck it up a hundred percent, you you can call up your buddy at Squarespace and they'll they'll fix you. They'll get you going on the right path. I've harped on this before, but their customer service is award winning, and mm-hmm. I before. Uh, we were doing ads for Squarespace. I was unaware there were awards for customer service, but evidently there are, and Squarespace's Nathan, customer service won them. 
there are awards for everything. You know, when you watch yeah. a car commercial and they mm-hmm. say that that car won the J.D. Power and Associates Award. That's the exact um, award I was. Th- that's the one I know. They yeah. say it so often. They say J.D. It so often. Power and Associates. It's I don't know not what the catchy. fuck. No, I don't. I don't know what the fuck J.D. Power and Associates does. I guess they're just a business that gives awards to cars. Yeah, which honestly seems pretty good. That's. A, I mean, someone thought of that. That was a genius business model. Yeah. But here's the thing. If, if they had needed a website, they could have made it on Squarespace. <laughs> the J.D. Power and Associates website. Um, I'm going to their website right now. Keep talking. Okay. Um, what We, we said they've, they've got beautiful designs, uh, award-winning designs, award-winning customer service. There are winning awards left and right, and you can be part of this legacy of excellence. If you're listening to this show, you're an ambitious person. You're a with creative goals. Yeah. Yes. You're a getter of goes. Um, Nathan, I'm on jdpower.com. Yeah, how's that? They are, they are, as you might imagine, uh, a global market research company. There you go. Um, so I guess they're giving out awards. Uh, they're a company to that gives awards to cars. Let's not. Exactly. You know, global market research. That's, the, that's, that's fancy business boy talk for giving awards to cars. <laughs> if you want to make your own car awards website, Caldwell, I'm launching... Um, I'm I'm launching nyforce.biz. Ooh. What are you going to do on this website platform, Nathan? I'm going to rate trucks. I'm going to give awards to trucks. You get the NY Force Award, you know that you got a good truck. Yeah, and it's not New York, it's Nathan Yaffe. It's the it's mm-hmm. not <laughs> I should check and see if that one's available. That's the cool <laughs> thing about Squarespace is you can li- you the first thing you can do when you go there is check and see. Yeah. If a domain is available, that's just a fun activity. You can just go to their website and do. I'm launching ctpower.com. ctpower.com is, uh, it's called waltannerpower.com, but it's also going to be my one-stop shop for power rankings for Connecticut. Just Connecticut power rankings. Um, any and all things in Connecticut, I will rank them. Best diner in Connecticut. Best college basketball team. Best bush. Best tree. Best grass. Oh, th- there, there are all these. There are all these domains. Like, did did you know you could make a dot dance? I didn't, but now it's all I want in my yeah. life. Uh, um, could you make dance dot dance, or perhaps prance dot dance? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check. Because um, prance if so, dot dance. If so, I need to fucking update my resume and portfolio page. Uh, my whole life, I need to make it all redirect through Dance.Dance, and Squarespace can help me with that. Nathan, what is the availability of Dance.Dance? Uh, I looked up Prance.Dance. Oh, thank you. Good. And the dot .Dance disappeared, and now I'm getting a dot .Town. That seems less interesting to me. It will be helpful for CT Power, though, because, again, I'm going to be ranking all the towns in Connecticut on that website. Oh. You can get prance.beer. That's pretty good as well. <laughs> oh, Squarespace, what a gold mine. So anyway, go to givemea.beer.com, uh, and that's where you can give me money to buy beer. Uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, if you are interested in starting a, uh, a website, if you're ready to make your next move for your uh, business, uh, portfolio, uh, restaurant, perhaps? perhaps. Uh, any any sort of any sort of service, really. A lot of people doing restaurants these days. You got to do a restaurant. People got to eat. Yeah, haven't, haven't fixed that one yet. Science. There are more people. There, there are more places to go eat. Mm. Supply and demand. <laughs> Economics. 
That's true. Um, If you don't have to eat, then must be nice. But uh, most of us do. So um, if you're if you're starting a website, please, 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 please consider Squarespace. Um, You can start your free trial today at squarespace.com. All you got to do is enter offer code WeDraw. You're going to get 10% off your first purchase. Wow. Um, and that's pretty hefty, honestly. That's a, that's a hefty percent. Yeah. 10% of Connecticut. You know how much that is? What? A lot. You know, you know, Carl, in, in Pokemon, we call that chip damage. That's a very interesting tidbit. And I can't wait to see more Pokemon tidbits on uh, Nathan's PokeZone dot zone. <laughs> PokeZone dot beer. Pokezone.beer. Uh that's your one-stop shop for just Nathan's thoughts about the Pokemon franchise, specifically mm-hmm. the Pokemon card trading card game video game franchise. Uh for and Game Boy, I guess yeah, the the that just that one game that came out for Game Boy Color, but is available on the digital console now. He loves it. He loves love it so it. much. Um well guys You don't have to EV train cards. I'm not letting you talk about the Pokemon trading card game for Game Boy Color for a second more on our podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please uh, check out Squarespace. Thank you again for sponsoring. Uh, we're going to get back to the main show because uh, it's a doozy of an up and we got a lot yeah. more fun for you. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, we're back. Hi. Um, we met up with Tom and we solved all of his cryptixes. Um, we took a bunch of we we got went to the back of cereal boxes and we did all the mazes. And uh, now we're now we're the Da Vinci Code. We we're the Code Boys. We are Jesus's best friends now. Yeah, we solved it. I know it's great. I'm feeling good about it. It turned out he just wanted some yogurt. <laughs> He just wanted some yogurt. He just wanted that thick milk. He wanted some of that good thick milk. Um, Nathan, um, as a result of recapping all of these episodes, mm-hmm. um, we just necessarily came up with a lot of, uh, I want to call it detritus, yeah, um, uh, just kind of scraps. After pouring back over my my diligent notes, uh, mm-hmm. there are a lot of, of stuff in there that just uh, makes no sense at all. Yeah, and then some stuff that, uh, when taken out of context, is not an idea for a drawing, but is something funny that I thought would be fun to share with the with the listeners. Would you like to alternate between these in a section I'm calling Nathan's notebook scramble, and a section I'm calling Oh Notes? Here we go. Okay. Uh, here here's something. What if we drew the Bible? Here's another thing. Goose shaming. Oh, here, here's a fun one. Nathan Drake's serious bazoombas. <laughs> Babar after dark. Oops, birds. Daredevil can't see memes. Dare stands for don't abuse reptiles ever. Hey, put a ghost in there. Tim Allen stars in The Dragon Becomer. Shoefuck.com. The best flavor is you. And who could forget Frank Adobe's ghost? <laughs> just um, just some stuff that made me chuckle. None of those are drawings, but uh, none. You know, do with <laughs> do with those what you will. None of those are nothing. Um, but I'll tell you what is something, Nathan. Yeah. The finalist, which we selected off air, uh huh, for this episode's redemption challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, we narrowed it down to two. Yeah. 
as well as a black horse candidate, which I am putting forth uh, because I remembered it during the break and it made me laugh a lot. Well, Cole, it's funny you say horse candidate because <laughs> because both of both of the ideas we like the most involve horses. Um, th- they just seem to be the most fleshed out and easy to do and original. Right. I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, the anime child one just missed the cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do like that idea, and we really do appreciate that you took so much time and effort to really present it in the most coherent fashion. Yeah, we appreciate. I would love to see more suggestions from all of these people. You're all our, our Sterling. You're all our Sterling Coopers, and we we love you so. And also, if you, if you, the the people who emailed, or you, the listener want to do something with any of these ideas, I say go for oh, it. Oh, yeah. I say they are they are yours to do with what you will. Um, but the ones that we are now debating between are Centaur wearing a horse mask, the the of course the comic where it's a it's a father not understanding his son who is a horse furry, but then the punchline is that uh, they are centaurs. The uh, <coughs> the other idea is the boardroom meeting for rebranding horses with the punchline being an advertisement for Heelys for horses because that's mm. just that's just a funny drawing. It's a very funny drawing. I have two ideas off of those ideas before I introduce my dark horse. Okay. For the centaur one, mm-hmm. what if it's like the first thing you see is the dad and the horse mask son yeah. and he's like take off that horse mask and the kid says nay. And he's like, damn it, Brian, how many times do I have to tell you I'm sick of you wearing that stupid thing around, pretending like you're some sort of pony? Uh, And then he stands up, revealing that he's a centaur, and says, we're called Horsey's Dad, and he gallops away crying. (laughs) Yep. Yep, that's a comic. Second idea is horse hacks. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just horse hacks, and it's just ways to upgrade your dang stallion. Okay. Okay. And that's like Healy's buff for horses, um, he uh, horsey hoops, and that's like hula hoops, but you put them on a horse. Okay. And like you and your horse are both doing hoops. Um, I don't have any other ones yet, but maybe like you get a big mermaid tail for your horse, and then it becomes a seahorse, or or you get a giant letter C for your horse, yeah, and then it becomes a seahorse. Okay. All right, I'm glad that you're contributing. I'm glad that you're bringing... We're both spitting equal amounts of fire. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you get some fire for your horse, then it's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Skeleton horse. Skeleton horse. Uh, You you just uh, take all the flesh off your horse. What about like a digital horse? What about a digital horse? Like a cyber horse. I'm just thinking now of that... um, that that video from Grand Theft Auto where someone hacked mm-hmm. it so that you're a horse and they just get on the motorcycle and fly away. <laughs> oh my god. Nathan. Yeah. It's a VR horse. Yeah. It's a horse wearing a VR headset and it's just you riding it and the horse does the horse thinks it's it's galloping through the air. It's finally the Pegasus it always dreamed of being, but it's just fucking ruining a town. 
It's just it's just making a real muck about of the Marshalls parking it's, lot. You, you and the horse are both wearing the VR headset. Yeah. And you're experiencing this VR experience in tandem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like if if you already own a horse and you're in the market for some VR stuff and you want to get your horse involved too. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bored of your old horse? Try these horse hacks. <laughs> I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, Caldwell, but you have a dark horse. It's true. You have one final horse in this race, your own redemption. If if it can be helped, I'd like to use one of our audience suggestions, mm-hmm. but just in the interest of, you know, exploring all reaches of this cave we find ourselves in, yeah. uh, desperately searching for Aristotle so we can finally kill him and free ourselves from his cave's prison. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, Plato was the one that did the cave allegory, yeah, but right? I still, yeah, I still want to find and kill Aristotle. Right. It's like in the philosopher video game, Plato's the final boss and Aristotle's like the mid-boss. Aristotle made life real hard for Copernicus and so, <laughs> you know, I'm team I'm team Copernicus. I, I don't I don't know, I don't care. <laughs> Nathan, you're you're spouting so many just pretty pretty hot political takes yeah, today. I don't know which one's hotter that uh it's bad that people <laughs> lose healthcare or that uh Copernicus was right about the earth not being flat. Just two scalding takes from Nathan Yaffe today. Um, all right, so my my suggestion that I bring is from the episode we did back with John Gabris, uh, and it's about fantasy character names. Yeah, specifically the name Jizzlord Baby Hands. <laughs> I forgot about Jizzlord Baby Hands. The worst, now, the worst fantasy name. Oh, that's fun. I, the framing for this, I think, would be a bunch of people introducing themselves. Mm-hmm. I think you could even say, like, all fantasy names are stupid. That would be, like, the title or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a person being like, Hail and well met. I am the, the ranger known as Garthan Nightstalker. And he's like, ah, he's like, ah, yes, indeed, I have heard of your exploits. I am the the elven warrior known simply as Thuran the Unknowing. Uh, and then, yeah, it just it's like a list like that. And he's like, mm, indeed. He's like, but but who is that in the corner? It's like, oh, he is the the bravest warrior of all, Jizzlord Baby Hands. <laughs> and it's just like a big barbarian looking dude. Yeah, he does have he does have really small hands. Yeah, he does. You you he you see he kind of like turns and he's like eating a chicken bone or something like that with a very tiny yeah. hand. I mean, yeah, I like that a lot and it's you just get to do some fun character design. That's just a fun comic to draw. Yeah. Horses are also fun to draw. You're the one uh drawing this week. Nathan, what if in honor of our 50th episode? Uh-huh. We had it both ways. What does that mean? We had our cake and then we had an entirely other cake. We had two two whole cakes. Two whole cakes, and we eat them both. I'm talking about doing two comics. Oh, you mean doing twice the work? Twice the work, my friend. I love it. But yeah. I would say, I would say that our our loyal audience deserves that amount of work. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, for they, supporting the show. They've had and to listening. listen to all these episodes, so it's true. It's the least we could do. And also. I really like just Lord Baby Hands, but I want to I want to honor um I guess our winner. Uh, longtime fan of the show, Parker, for just finally, finally hitting it out of the park with Healy's Buffer Horses. Thank you to Parker, uh, for just for sticking it out for that long haul. Mm-hmm. 
and for for coming through victorious. Um, and thank you to everyone else that submitted to the redemption challenge. Okay. Um, it, this has been what should we draw? It is a podcast. Yeah. Where we do just what we have done. Well, well, I feel redeemed. I feel very redeemed. I feel steamed, honestly. I feel steamed, redeemed, and memed. <laughs> Indeed, sir. Indeed, le good sir. Uh, I've been memed this day. Uh, if you want to see the finished drawings, uh, usually we try to post them around when we post the episode, not always on the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to whatshouldwedraw.com. You can email us at uh, wswdshow at gmail.com. Tweet at us at uh, wswdpod. Um, and if you would, maybe consider leaving a review of our show. On iTunes. Yeah. Um, we've gotten some great ones. I'm going to read the titles of a few and the, the names. Um, an awesome interactive podcast, says Brandon, says Brandolph the Red. Ooh. Um, mm, good, says Space Bear. And just wow, I mean, by nickname? They also wrote some very nice words, but uh, I just wanted to rattle those off real quick. Uh, Thank you guys so much for reviewing the show. Please continue to do it. It helps the show to grow, and it helps us to show you more drawings and also the smiles on our beautiful faces. (laughs) I thought you were going to go with one more O sound, but you didn't. Uh, I should have, but I'm tired. Yeah. You're tired. (laughs) It's a long ep. It's midnight here. Oh, God. (laughs) You got to get to bed. (laughs) I'm still at the office. (laughs) <laughs> you you got to get to bed uh or i don't know do you have a do you have a gremlins rule oh shit i just i just can't get wet okay don't get wet do not get nathan wet <laughs> you can get him wild but don't get him wet yeah that's the rule that's the rule <laughs> you can get him wild before midnight but not wet after not, that's how yeah, it works yeah, yeah, yeah. um well i am going to I'm going to FedEx Nathan an umbrella so he can stay dry on his journey home. Um, But in the meantime, we've got some drawing to do. Yeah. And Nathan, I think you know what that means. What does it mean? I think it means I know what we should draw. Where's my Goku? (laughs) Please bring me my Goku. If you see him, please bring him to me. Where's my Goku? Find find my Goku. Just please. please. That was a HeadGum Podcast.